Hello, hello. Welcome to Bunny Banter. I'm Caitlin Bunny. I'm Chloe Bunny. Uh, Let's get, get ready, ready to rumble. rumble. <laughs> oh, that was lovely. <laughs> Wow, is this real? This is really freaking exciting. Really freaking exciting because we all know this, but it's the first Bunny Bent episode. The first of many. The first of many. So true. It's been such a long time coming. True. We've been, yeah, talking about our podcast on and off, mainly on, for so long because honestly, a lot of our life and our friendship is a podcast, I feel. And we always dream about if we had like reality cameras following us <laughs> and maybe this is the most achievable and next best thing. Yeah. Yeah. And we are huge podcast fans ourselves. So why not take the leap? Yeah, exactly. So do you want to give a quick like glimpse into our podcast future? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So those of you who know us already will know we both have a huge range of interests and we're very fortunate because we share a lot of them um we're best friends oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true um we are best friends so huge amount of interests shared interests and the podcast is gonna reflect that it is we love to talk we love to talk we love to laugh we love to talk we are very passionate people about our lives about the things we enjoy all of that so we always want to just have a good chat we love a good chat we love a good chat about anything so anything and everything yeah we are not limiting this podcast like, you know one episode might be Coles versus Woolworths might be definitely will be <laughs> definitely will be we love to have a debate about it well we wouldn't debate we would just be on the same side <laughs> yeah very but few we things, love yeah. to discuss everything yeah absolutely and so this is a forum for us to do that, right? Like there might be, well, there definitely will be episodes about friendship, relationships, like navigating your 20s, navigating womanhood, like modernity, advice, growth. But then also things like all the media that we both love, like books, films, shows. Shout out to Elder Banks, our current flavor of the month. Like shout out to Drew Starkey specifically. Oh, <laughs> Love you. (laughs) Literally love your work so much. So, yeah, like, the podcast is – she's going to grow, you know. She's going to evolve the same way we all do. And come along because who knows what we're going to talk about next. Yeah, we we don't like to limit ourselves. So we didn't want to stick to one genre Mm. because, like you said, we have so many different interests. So I like how we have the freedom to just talk about anything. Mm Mm-hmm. And obviously, we'll give the people what they want as well. So let us know what you would like us to discuss. Yeah. We already asked on our, on our Instagram stories. So we have some great ideas for the future. Thanks yeah. to you guys. Yeah, they came flooding in. And we've got a long list. We've we got really a long do. list. And we've got the motivation. So... Yeah, we're both, like, really excited to enter into this business venture together. <laughs> Those who cannot see, we are shaking hands. Yes, we are oh, I shaking forgot about hands. that. Yes, we yeah. need the visual description for the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. So we, being besties, obviously, and 
having friendship be something that I think is so prominent for most people, right? Especially like younger men in their twenties. It's such a huge beast of a topic, but we love it. And we, we love to talk. We about love friendship. to experience it. We love to talk about it. So obviously, it made perfect sense for our first episode to be on friendship. Um, part one of many, I'm yes. sure. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about friendship today. We're going to talk about friendship. We're going to talk about how we met, how our friendship kind of blossomed. That was the lovely word that you used. Um, what we value in friendship. What we value in friendship, what some of our like green flags in friendship look like. And yeah, what we value, what we think a healthy friendship looks like. How to maintain friendships in adulthood. Yes. Oh Specifically God. in your 20s, because we're in our 20s. Yes, we are. Gosh, there are actually so many <laughs> things to cover. But... Yeah, we really have a lot to talk about. But, I mean, we have the time. Like Exactly. Like, I was kind of stressing because I was like, there are so many things I need to say, mm. and I'm not going to be able to cover it all in one episode. But then, of course, Caitlin was like, we can do multiple episodes. Yeah. And I was like, all right, of course. I think that's just, like, a symptom of life, isn't it? You're always going to, especially when you do the stuff that we do and you go back and edit yourself, you're like, I cannot believe you didn't say that. I know. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating, but you get used to it. And like say, we get more opportunities. So, yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about. That's the kind of overview for today. I'm sure it'll take like lots of twists and turns as we go. Um, but that's one of the things that I think is going to be so rewarding about this not being restricted is that we can just go with our flow. Exactly. I, I don't thrive in rigidity. No. So we need to go with the flow. Yeah. So time to talk about us, I guess. How did we meet? How did we meet? So who are you, <laughs> Chloe Bunny? Should we start there? Who, who are am you? I? Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Chloe. I was going to say 21. <laughs> I'm not yeah, 21. 21. <laughs> I'm not. That just came out. Interesting. That's so interesting. Anyway, podcast aura. <laughs> I am 26. I forgot my age for a second. 26. I don't know why I felt that was important to say my age, but I guess that's important. Um, well, I guess it's a reflection of how much life I've experienced and that's relevant to friends. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so Chloe Bunny. I create content, so I mainly make YouTube videos. Obviously, I'm on Instagram, all of that. Mm -hmm. And I mainly talk about books. What about you, Caitlin? Who the hell are you? Stunning. Who the hecky am I? I was going to say my full name. So I am Caitlin. I am 29. It's a little bit haggier, a little bit older than our Chloe Bunny. Um, oh, by the way, like I'm sure everyone will come to terms with this soon, but hag, huge term of endearment yes, we on love. this podcast and yeah. our lives. Yeah. We love the term hag. We love it. And we've we reclaimed use it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And hag culture is alive and well. <laughs> and everyone's allowed to be part of it. That's a movement. Um, a yeah, so I'm 29. I, yeah, I mean, what is age? But you're right. It is a reflection of what I've done. Like, I've done quite a few things, I guess. I've had, like, a few different jobs. I've, um, yeah, done a few things. And... I also do some online content, again, mainly focused on books, and that is how we met. 
We met online. We met online. Which is another thing we will be discussing because we did get a lot of questions about how to make friends online organically and mm. it is a tricky thing. Absolutely it is. And basically every other time it hasn't worked. <laughs> <laughs> it is tricky. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and obviously we'll get into a lot of different things, but I just want to quickly say that... Some online friends can feel like, oh, that's my online friend. Yes. But I obviously don't think of you like that. Good. And it actually is kind of mind-blowing to think that we met online. No, I know. Because it just feels so natural mm -hmm. and as if I've known you, like, my whole life. No, no. And the the prospect, like, how easily we could not have ever met. We talk about this all the time. It's scary. It's <laughs> scary, you guys. Because what world is that? Like, I don't want that world. And it really, actually, that's a good reminder that obviously your soulmate's out there. And it's because yeah. they're like down the street, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're online. Yeah, I'm interested because I know what I say. Mm. But maybe you say. Yeah, because you often do tell it. So I love to tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is back before anything like book talk really took off and the online book community was very much like YouTube, Twitter, Instagram based, mm. along with obviously the classic Goodreads. And a lot smaller. And a lot smaller. And basically people who wanted to specifically talk about books, that's where they would go. I found myself on there um, and Chloe, I remember someone showed me Chloe and was like, oh yeah, this is Chloe, like she is booktube, you know, like, <laughs> like she's my favourite, like all this stuff and I was like oh okay interesting and she was Australian and that was quite rare like most of the people on booktube um which is the book corner of YouTube were American um and I remember I watched a specific vlog of yours and I was like oh my god she is so fun she's really cool she seems really cool that's really funny to me because the time that Caitlin discovered me, I was really shy online. Yeah. Like, I really was scared to show my true self. So it really shocks me whenever someone says something nice it about me. It is shocking, but do you know what is even more shocking? Like, I remember getting a feeling, you know, I just kind of, you know, when you kind of really, just get a feeling yeah. that someone could, like, be your person kind yeah. of thing? Wow. And I remember getting that feeling. Um, Who is Because I think I could probably, I think I could sense a bit that, like, that wasn't your full self kind of thing. Yep. And I was like, oh, girl boss kind of like mitigating what she chooses to show on the internet, you know? Um, so I was like watching Chloe for a bit and stuff. And then she followed me on Twitter. Yeah, I am shocked that you actually knew who I was because... <laughs> I must have been playing it very cool. You must have. Well, I thought Caitlin was the coolest person and I was intimidated, to be honest, because... <laughs> I saw you on a YouTube video and I was like, who the hell is she? Really? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow, she's really cool. And then so I remember I found your Twitter and I followed you. And then you followed me back and I was like, oh my God, it was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just kind of like became like Twitter mutuals, like, mm. you know, would like each other's tweets, have a little reply every now and then. Yeah, a few comments yeah. back and forth. Nothing like of true substance but it was a real mm. nice like mutual connection yeah and level of like engagement and involvement yeah and like but i mean i was not content with that like i definitely wanted to take it to the next step you know <laughs> wait what's that tiktok sound 
oh, would you be interested in hanging out socially? <laughs> um, and you know what this was? This was the time of dropping. This was the time of dropping, and that one absolute slay verse that Mark raps in dropping was making the rounds online. And I remember Chloe posted the video, and I messaged her being like, oh, exactly, and, like, if you ever want, like, the lowdown on XO, because there were XO members in that group, and I was obsessed with XO, like, let me know. And she was like, oh, yeah, definitely, sometimes soon, like, all this stuff, and we were like, yeah, dropping. I forgot about that part, actually. Yeah, I think that was the first time we'd messaged. Yeah. Um, and then I think the messaging took to Instagram. Yeah. And we had, but we had very few DMs before. I think you said, should we text? Because DMs get overwhelming. Yeah, because I think you suggested we should buddy read for Style C. That's right. I think you commented on my video. That's right. Because I was talking about, I think I wanted to read it like that month. Like maybe it was a TBR video. That sounds exactly right. (laughs) And then I messaged you on Instagram and I was like, yeah, we should definitely buddy read. um, But let's like text instead because I don't, I prefer texting over Mm -hmm. Instagram DMs. And so we took it to the next level. (laughs) We started texting. Yeah. Um, And I feel like we had a very, like not slow, but like it definitely wasn't like, oh my God, let's be besties. You know. No, it was never like that. Yeah, it was just a natural progression Yeah, in getting to know each other slowly, getting to know each other's interests, talking every now and then, and then I think we started to like do FaceTimes every now and then, just be like, hey, like, what's up? Yeah, um, and it was definitely helped by the initial COVID lockdowns. Oh, because yeah. Because everyone was like at home, obviously. Um, so there was opportunity to be like texting and FaceTiming and stuff. And then I introduced Kaylin to gaming. Oh my god, I forgot about this. You used to not be a gamer girl. No, I know. So then we started playing Animal Crossing. You taught me to fish. <laughs> uh, you were like, I don't get it. <laughs> I still probably like it's still it's tricky. It's tricky, okay. Yeah, and then I introduced her to Fortnite. Like, so many fun moments. Um, yeah, so COVID definitely helped us yeah. do more fun FaceTimes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then what I think is what really, like, connected us quickly Mm. on a deeper level is because, well, is when I went through my breakup. If you don't know, I went, I was in a 10-year relationship and it was a very traumatic breakup. Mm. And I obviously needed a lot of support during that time. And obviously this topic is friendships. I did the classic rookie move of neglecting friendships. Like, obviously, we, you know, had a friendship, but Mm. I didn't really prioritise, like, deep connections in friendship. Mm. Um, So I didn't have many, like, friends that I knew, like, were my ride or die sort of thing. Anyway, but I knew that you would be there for me, just because I knew... Like, obviously, yeah, we were friends. Um, I knew you cared about me. I knew, like, you would be there for me. And I knew I could, like, be open to you. So I started talking to Caitlin about it. And then we had lots of FaceTimes where I was crying. <laughs> I was really crying a lot. And Caitlin was there for me. Um, I remember this this moment really meant a lot to me when we were FaceTiming and I was crying and, like, just like I just don't know if I'll ever be happy. Like, I'm never going to find my person. And you're like, no, no. Um, and... 
before I started crying and stuff, I think you said that you had to go soon because you had plans. But then I was like, oh, wait, don't you have to go? And you're like, no, don't worry, don't worry. I'll stay here with you. And that was like a really nice moment. And I was like, wow, you do care about me. And it was really nice. Um, But yeah, so I feel like that, you know, obviously forced me to really be open and like vulnerable, Mm. which definitely deepened our connection. Mm. And then I just feel like we started to talk like every day. Absolutely. And especially because like that inherently took what was probably already beyond like the whole online book sphere, but like really took our friendship into a kind of the reality beyond Mm, our online shared space, you know, like, and obviously lines can get blurred, but I think for most people, they'll feel, you know, most people who run Instagrams or booktubes or YouTubes or whatever, it can very much feel like there's your on the online area of your life and then kind of the reality of your life. Yeah. And so the fact that you and I were both kind of breaching each other's reality as well as that online space, it's like, oh, so another foundation on which our friendship can stand and grow. Yeah. So that definitely, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, and then that was obviously helped by the fact that by that point we could then actually, like, meet in person because Chloe and I don't live in the same place. We do not live in the same place. So... I live in Tamaki Makoto, that's Auckland, in Aotearoa, New Zealand. And then Chloe Bunny lives in... Sydney. Sydney, which is where we are at the moment. Yes. So it's actually really fun that we get to film our first podcast episode in person. Because mm-hmm. obviously this won't always be the case. And but yeah. Yeah. So we... I mean, it's in a lot of ways, obviously, it sucks that we don't live in the same place. But we're very lucky that we live close by to each other. So for those who don't know, it's like a three or so hour flight for us to visit each other. So it's doable and we keep doing it and we will keep doing it. It's literally quicker than if I went to Perth. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Who wants to go to Perth? <laughs> What's even Sorry on Perth? Yeah, <laughs> Sorry for that. <laughs> no, I am, I'm, I am curious. There are some things I want to see. Yeah, I do know some people who say it's like a good place to live. Um... I was listening to Mike's Mike's podcast. And apparently, like, Perth is filled with lots of rich people. Anyway. <laughs> mm. um, so, yeah, that's basically how our friendship blossomed. I feel like it was just really natural. And actually, I want to ask you, is there a moment that you realise, like, well, this is actually something special? I mean, definitely. Let me think of something I remember, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a moment we acknowledged it to each other. Do you not remember? Tell me. I'll see if I do. (laughs) So me and Caitlin got really close in a group friend setting. Yeah. um, Which obviously is a different dynamic. So most of the time we would talk in a group setting. Um, But obviously we'd also talk like just one-on-one. We'd have FaceTimes one-on-one every now and then. Um, And I remember we started to like... FaceTimed each other one-on-one a bit more frequently. And then I was like, there's something special about when it's just us. And you were like, no, I know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, do you remember that? That I can completely see it happening. But yeah. I probably died inside when you said <laughs> that. I would have been bursting for joy because I obviously would have been thinking that the whole time and I would have been like, oh my God, she feels the same way. <laughs> she feels the same way. Um, 
Now I still I can still picture in my head like when you called me when you'd said like can you can we FaceTime sometime soon and I knew that you were going through stuff with your ex-partner and um we like found a time and stuff and then I can still remember you calling me I can remember what you were wearing really yeah you were wearing this like beige t-shirt and I remember thinking like that's not really a Chloe look like maybe she's not feeling herself like that kind of thing um and you were sitting over there and you started telling me about what had happened you started crying and stuff and I I remember it vividly and I remember another time when you were getting ready to um go meet up with a friend that you hadn't seen in a while after all that and you were like facetiming me from the car and stuff yeah I remember it all because I remember feeling really like grateful and really special and humbled that like you'd chosen me to kind of you know hold your hand and like be there for you during (laughs) that point um because I felt like that was such a burden you know no. Because I was like, who wants to hear this person cry for hours? I, nothing <laughs> you will ever need from me or put upon me will be a burden. Like, ever. Um, but I loved it. You kidding? Wow. I loved it. No, I didn't love seeing you like that. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. But, um, yeah, there were special, there were, it was bittersweet, obviously. Like, there were real nice moments amidst it all. I feel like this is a good time to bring up the fact that Building friendships and, you know, developing strong friendships Mm. requires you to be vulnerable Mm. and yourself, which, like I said, I didn't really let myself do that for a while because I was scared. (laughs) I have experienced a lot of traumatic things in my life and lots of painful things. And some of those included, you know, hurt from friends. And I think I reached a point where I was like, I actually can't handle anymore. So mm-hmm. I, even though I'm, I love connection and I'm like quite extroverted, I was like, no, nah, I'm too scared of the world now. Mm-hmm. And as we know, fear is the mind killer. So I was letting fear control my life. Um, so I was like terrified to be vulnerable to anyone but my family and my partner. Mm. Um, like I literally just assumed like no one will ever understand me like no friend would like but when you're like you know in a lot of ways still a child and like when you were a child you had people be really horrible to you and when you know that like you're a very sensitive person and you're also in a position where you feel like you have you know your partner who's like your rock and you know it, it, you can definitely get into a point where you're like who else do I really need Yeah, I remember feeling that way really? when I was yeah um, I mean, there are other contributing factors and, like, I was kind of being alienated from friends and stuff, but, you know, not of my own accord. But I remember thinking, like, but why do I really need them when I've got this person who I know will be always be there? <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's funny to think that we used to but, feel that way. But like you say, like, you know, you love connection, all this stuff, but us being that way means that... When we do connect, we connect hard and we connect thoroughly and we connect with that vulnerability. So when it's thrown back in your face by people who don't value connection in the same way or maybe put the same, assign the same like loyalties or whatever to it, it's really hurtful. And why would you want to go through it again? So I can completely respect that. Yeah. But it is worth it. 
It is worth and it. And if it's meant to be, like, the connection will get there. Exactly. So being vulnerable and open and your true self will give you the connections that are compatible for you. Yeah. Um, and you might experience some pain with some friends that you think, you know, are compatible and end up not being. Mm. But you live and you learn. Every experience has value, even the painful ones. And, yeah, I if I didn't put myself out there and, you know, allow... It was kind of like I was forced to be vulnerable. Mm. So that's kind of the... I feel like that's the only reason why I was able to. Mm. But... I'm a very big advocate for being vulnerable and there's so much power in that. And obviously, if I wasn't, we wouldn't have, mm. you know, our really strong connection. Wow. <laughs> it's really like a once-in-a-lifetime friendship. Like, mm. I actually sent Caitlin a few months ago. I was going through my um, diary pages from when I was like a teen and I was like I just want a best friend that's like this like you know and you know I got it <laughs> um and I also just want to say I have lots of amazing friends so love like love all my friends obviously mm. but you know we do have something special we do have something special like I've just never experienced this level of compatibility with mm. anyone not even a romantic partner, like, mm. just always on the same wavelength. Totally. Um, and even if we have a slightly different opinion on something, like, just easy communication, like... Yeah. You know, I never feel scared to bring anything up. Mm. Like, it's just so easy. And I feel like it's doubly interesting and crazy how rare it is because I feel as though, as I've, you know, grown older... I've become kind of more selective and more picky with my people and like the relationships that I have with my people. So, you know, I feel like when I was younger, I was a bit more like carefree with friendship and because, you know, you're at in like school or uni institutions or whatever and you're surrounded by people all the time and you're kind of making these connections just because of the shared proximity, I guess. Um, and you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, good vibes with everyone. And, you know, I can kind of get along with most people and, like, all that kind of stuff. And as I got older, I'm just so much more picky hmm. about who I want to spend my time with. So I feel like statistically, the, like, the likelihood of finding someone where it's just so, like, 100% compatibility and comfort and support the whole time would have been so much smaller. So <laughs> yeah. to find it at this point, yeah, I feel like just reiterates how rare it is. It's really rare. And we always talk about how we feel like so many people settle in relationships, but also in friendships. Because yeah. the amount of times I hear people say, you know, they're complaining about a friend. And I'm like, why are you friends with them? And then they'll be like, oh, I've just known them for like, you know, ages. Like, just because you've known someone a long time, especially if you met when you're younger, like you obviously change so much. You grow into who you are. Absolutely. Um, I just... <sighs> I can think of so many things which you should rank much higher than how long you've known someone. <laughs> like, arguably, it's at the bottom of my list. Yeah. Because how you treat me and how we treat each other and how we feel about each other, like, all of that, like, that is so much more important. Yeah. Like, it's obviously nice to have a long friend because you've, like, gone through different things together, but I definitely don't think 
you should be friends just because you've known you have each- a shared history yeah yeah like because also i feel like a lot of people don't realize you can cherish the memories you've had with that person mm. and also realize that it that friendship has run its course yeah or their friendship's just like in a, a different phase now. yeah a different phase and like you had you know a couple of years or whatever when maybe you lived together or like you were both at uni doing similar papers or you you know it was a really close work friend or a while or something and things change and like it doesn't mean that people did things wrong or like you say that it's lost any of like the value or the love that was there it's just different like we're all growing all the time and it's actually much less likely that you'd find people you could keep around the whole time exactly like the chances of that are so slim totally and i feel like another mistake people make is they think of a memory with an old friend and they think oh i miss that person i'm gonna reach out (laughs) that obviously can work sometimes i guess but i feel like a lot of the time you just need to realize that was a moment that was Mm. a fun moment but if you reconnected now after everything that's happened maybe something did happen or you know, you just haven't spoken in a while or, you know, you've, you've changed as people. It's not going to be the same. No. Like, sometimes I think of my high school friends and I'm like, oh, I miss that person. But I'm like, but if we hung out now, it wouldn't be like that, you know? No, exactly. Because obviously we romanticize yeah. everything about the past. It's just going to happen. It's like the fundamental nature of looking back. And also, like, to quote the Great Gatsby, you can't repeat the past. Mm. It'll never be that again. Mm. So you just got to find the people where, like, it continues to be great in the present. And that'll keep you going. Exactly. And there is definitely this weird stigma in society where, you know, if you're not friends for life, people think you either suck as a friend, something's something's happened, or X, Y, Z. Like, yeah. And of course, sometimes, you know, relationships of whatever kind do break up for like uglier reasons. But a lot of the time, yeah, time happens. You change. And also a lot of friendships, like, you know, you get closer and you either get closer, you get to know them more, you realize this person is way cooler than I even thought. Mm. Or you start to realize, actually, this person isn't who I really thought. (laughs) So there's just so many different factors that go into that. Mm -hmm. So... I definitely don't think there should be judgment around. Like, obviously, if someone's always having a new friend and they can't maintain any friendships, like, that could be an indicator that there's an issue. <laughs> like, mm. But, yeah, you just can... You never know unless you're in this situation. Yeah. So that leads really nicely, I think, into talking about, I suppose, the more specifics about what you and I really value in friendship. And what we look for when we are looking for those connections or like solidifying those connections. Yeah. I think before I answer this, Mm. I also want to say, obviously there are different types of friendships. Like there can be the friendships you just like have that one shared hobby and you just do that together. Like it's not that deep. Yeah. And I think those friendships obviously have value. Mm. So when I discuss what I value in a friendship, I'm talking about like the deep Mm. friendship connections. Yeah. Um, Definitely shared values. Mm. Like, so what do you mean by that? Um, you know, like passionate about social issues. Mm. Um, obviously not racist. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's kind of a given. Yeah. But 
not actually not even just not racist, just passionate about tackling racism. Yeah. Um, passionate about feminism. Mm-hmm. Actually, I yeah, that's definitely a big thing for me because it can't just be like, oh, you agree. Like, you need to be passionate mm. for me to really connect with you on a deep level. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, we both are. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Obviously, I value open communication. Like, if I know I can easily talk to you about anything, you know, even if, like, you slightly annoyed me in some way. Like, mm. I, if I have anxiety, like, obviously, it's a bit scary to bring up something. Definitely. That, you know, any sort of confrontation can be a bit scary. But if I have, like, a lot of anxiety and I know that you might not take it well, that's not a good sign. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely an open space for communication. Do you have, like, an example? Do you mean, like, something that I would bring up? Yeah. Um, okay, like, you know how you make that joke sometimes? I know you don't mean anything by it, but it kind of, like, triggers me a little bit. Okay. So, I'm not actually saying this, by the way. I'm, oh! <laughs> I can tell you. I was like, oh, he's doing one. <laughs> no, I was saying that as, like, an example of, like, what I could say. Okay. Um, oh, my God, I was petrified for a moment that I made no but see like you would have just been like oh i my heart like (laughs) dropped then yeah and i would have done anything yeah i needed to to make it like to for us to be able to move forward from that exactly that's the thing like (laughs) (laughs) yeah i saw your face like (laughs) um no yeah so you know a friend who doesn't get defensive and just focuses on making it right for Mm. the person who's hurt Mm. Um, which I know you would do rather than like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> like, yeah. instead of doing that, be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like that you feel that way. Like, obviously I didn't intend to mm. feel that way. Like, but I'll stop. Yeah. Because, and that comes from like the shared understanding that should be there mm. because I know that like, if Chloe would have bring something up to me, I obviously know this is going to be like a, you don't know that we know that they, <laughs> but I know that Chloe knows that obviously I was, I wouldn't do something to make you feel awful. So exactly. like, I know that Chloe has gone through the process of being like, so Caitlin did this or Caitlin said this. It made me feel a bit, you know, not great. Obviously she won't have meant to make me feel that way, but I do want to let her know mm. because I want to make sure it doesn't leave like, you know, a bit of a dark cloud over us at the moment or like, you know, I want to be able to move forward and know that like we won't have this type of hiccup again and just to be like open about it. Mm. So I know that you will have gone through that thought process as well, you know? So yeah. it's like, hundred percent. if you're going to bring something up to me, obviously I'm not going to be like, yeah, but don't you realize, <laughs> obviously I wasn't trying to be mean. Like, oh my, it's like, ob- yeah, no, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. And I'm just so at the point where like, I don't have any friends in my life who I wouldn't feel totally comfortable bringing things up with. And if I had any doubts about how they would respond, then I said goodbye (laughs) (laughs) and it felt great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, loyalty is a huge thing for us, but (laughs) yeah, I have a lot to say on this because, okay. So what do we mean by loyalty? I mean that you 
as my friend put my feelings and the respect and care you have toward me as a person, as a friend, above the the sort of desire to be liked by others or to like fit in with a certain perspective or conversation like if you are the sort of person who's like oh yeah but you know I don't want to take sides or like oh, they didn't do anything to they me. didn't do anything to me it's yeah. like well call me crazy but I would have thought that hurting someone that you supposedly care about is doing something to you because as far as I'm concerned it is hmm. like if someone was horrible to Chloe they've done something to me because they've hurt someone I love dearly like, why would I want to be around that person? Why would I want Chloe to think for a second that I think it's okay to treat her like that? Like, and it is crazy to me that people don't see loyalty as that. We've had many conversations about this because sometimes it feels crazy. like we're the only people, well, some of the only people who ex- like think that's a minimum, mm. bare minimum thing to do for your friend. Because mm. um, also... It's not just about the fact that you're being loyal. Yeah. Like, it's not just like, oh, I'm not going to talk to this person who was discussing to Caitlin mm. because Caitlin wouldn't like that. It's not even, th- I'm not even thinking that. It's yeah. just me thinking, I don't like this person because they've hurt someone I really care about. So why would I want to engage in them? Why would I want to engage? Like, it's n- it's nothing to do with like, oh, I just want to please Caitlin because like, I know she'll get annoyed. Yeah, oh, Caitlin, Caitlin will get pissed at me. Yeah. She knew I was talking to blah, blah. Yeah. Like, like, it's not that at all. It's... It's just my, I feel sick talking to people who are disgusting or like who have done something wrong to people not, I care about. Exactly. And like, I, I'm not a second chancer. Like, I'm really not. Like, if you have done something, you know, that's revealed who you are to me. Hmm. Like, I'm not about to be like, oh, maybe they didn't mean it like that. Or like, oh, maybe we should give them a second chance. Like, rah, rah, like. No, you've proven what you're like. So I have no issue in kind of shifting my behavior towards you to make it like really clear that I don't want to be your friend Hmm. or like I'm actually not chill with what you did to Chloe or like to whoever because it's done. And like, even so, I just don't, I know I'm getting really angry (laughs) because I just, so many situations in my life where, yeah, like people just, they they just put themselves above it, you know, and not in an impressive way as in like they put themselves first in a situation where, you know, your priority should be your friend. Yeah. And that's not, that's not saying that in a kind of like ridiculous or unreasonable way. Like obviously we all need to take care of ourselves. I understand that, but it's more so like deciding not to cut someone off or deciding not to stand up for your friend who's not there in that conversation because it's going to make your life easier and you care more about that type of person liking you hmm. than you do about that friendship. <laughs> yeah. And that just tells me everything I need to know about people like that. Like, because exactly, if I hear someone's gross, I don't want anything to do with them. Hmm. And I don't care if they, I want them to know that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Old straight, I remember like people in high school used to say I was like, you know, like, you know, basically like, don't cross her and like, she's scary or whatever. Oh, Yeah. Don't cross anyone. Like, don't cross anyone. But yeah, it's like, yeah, because if someone's, you know, horrible to me or my friends, like, they're going to hear about it. I think because we're both really similar in that way, like, it blows our mind that, like, obviously everyone's different, but like, I, we just can't fathom 
yeah. people being fake. Because <laughs> I can't be fake. Like, if I don't like you, like, unfortunately, you will know. <laughs> like, even if I'm trying to be as civil as I can, like, you'll see it on my face. Like, I can't be fake. No. So, you know, seeing people be fake, it's like, oh, I don't like it. <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah, so some other traits we really value in friendships. Yeah. Um, Tell it. I personally am attracted to friends who inspire me. Mm. So, like, I have a lot of respect for them. I think they're an amazing person. And yeah. all my friends, I'm like, wow, you're amazing. I love you. Like, obviously they inspire me. Mm. Um, because it's important who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. And you want the good energy. Like, you need to be picky with the energy, especially if you're spending a lot of time with them. So people who are also emotionally mature and who have worked on themselves, like, know how to have adult conversations. Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Because no offence. Like, yeah, we're in our 20s. You think it's bare minimum, but then some people just can't. Some people can't. Like, you know, at this age or even older, like, it's it's shocking sometimes. <laughs> I like, think the yeah the the being inspired part is really nice because I think you and I have had this conversation before where it's like why have you know those core people in your life whether they're like your really close friends or your partner or whatever why have them be that to you if you're not obsessed with them yeah exactly. like you should be obsessed with them you should look at your friends and your partner and like you know all these people who you are kind of curating and surrounding yourself with and you should look at them all and be like I love these people. Because then they inspire you to be better. Yourself. Totally. And like, it's actually a drastic decision if you think about it. Like the people you surround yourself with can completely change your life. They do. Yeah. Absolutely they do. Like the, the decisions they influence you to make. Um, your outlooks. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I feel like I learned so much from you and... You, I've always, yeah. I mean, like, the loyalty thing, I feel like, can springboard us into other, like, areas that I suppose are kind of related to that. But I'm always, yeah, like, a no second chances, like, all that stuff. And I feel like you've inspired me to be a bit more, like, <laughs> not, like, second chance, you know, not throwing them out or anything, but being a bit more, like, open to the idea of like forgiveness because i'm normally just like cut people off like i'm done oh really yeah yeah but you know and like most people i'd be like oh here we go they're gonna like forgive and forget kind of thing but obviously if you like want to have a certain approach to something i would like listen to your thinking because i would be like i know that chloe will have thought this through and like all that stuff so yeah i mean you inspire me in that way you inspire me in so many ways but yeah i don't want to be i'm not about to be around people i'm not obsessed with me neither Mm. Boring. Boring. Um, another thing, we haven't even talked about this, but shared interests, I guess. Uh, but I, yeah. I guess it's not really something I necessarily look for, though. Because I feel like I'm more obsessed with, or I'm more drawn to just people's auras and energies and personalities. And obviously, that can, like, usually that means you like similar things. Exactly. And we just happen to have so many shared interests, which is obviously amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. Again, it's never been to this degree. Like, yeah. oh, and just things from, like, the most random things from our childhoods and stuff yeah. that we both experienced, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really amazing. But yeah, I think, I don't even think shared interests is 
a necessi- necessity. No, it just kind of is one of those things that will follow. I think if you've got yeah, like like-minded people with yeah similar values and all of that, the shared interesting kind of vibes. Yeah, because like I'm not about to be friends with people who think like you know defund the arts and like art doesn't matter like because you know the arts are a huge part of my life so obviously like because you love like creativity and expression and people and connection all these things of course you love film and yeah. you love literature yeah. and all these things and so of course that it's just oh my god it just builds and builds and builds <laughs> and it's uh, no we're so lucky we're, we're so really lucky and i want to actually take this moment to say we are so lucky we, we are, are so, so lucky and we acknowledge that a lot and we do and i really feel it. i really feel it in my heart and when people message you know us and they say you guys are so sweet i would love to have a friend like that like all that sort of stuff first of all it will happen if you are being vulnerable if you are you know like reaching out your hand if you're reaching out your hand <laughs> you know your people will come and you will find them and you will find it. But like, we hear you, we see how lucky we are as well. Yeah. Like, we, yeah, we do say it all the time. Yeah. Oh, and that actually reminds me of another thing I really value. Yeah. Is similar love languages. Now, this isn't a necessity because I definitely have friends who don't have like the same love language as me, but valuing yours. So, for example, words of affirmation, one of my top love languages. Even if that's not yours, like, please just tell me every now and then. I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, like, that's just the bare minimum, in my opinion. Just not, like, not often. Just every now and then. But but that's the thing, again, where it's, like, it's the, like, respect and the consideration you have for that mm. person to know, like, even if that's not how I express love, like, that's what Chloe needs from me. Mm. You know? Like, it's not that hard. <laughs> exactly. And thankfully, we have really similar. I feel like we have all the love languages. I, we do. Um, words of affirmation. Words is definitely my number one. I need it. And, like, bless my parents my whole life. Just told me they love me all the time. Mm. That's probably where it comes from. Yeah. Um, but, no, I need it. Well, it's interesting that you say that because, actually, apparently, a lot of people's love language is... What they went without. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that's interesting. But I think I'm, I'm like, I'm very lucky bunny. I got like all of it from my parents. Mm. So I know I need the words. Yeah, I, I need it. I need the words. And then, yeah, a lot of fun stuff, other stuff just happens. Like obviously I buy gifts for each other all the time because we all love yeah. the same things. I think, yeah, that's the thing as well. Because obviously we want to show appreciation, but it's also like we just happen to find all these things like, oh, they would love this, you know. I'm not going to not get it from you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there anything else I'm missing or anything you want to add what you value yeah I mean it's one of those things isn't it because at this point I think because you and I are people who do a lot of reflection so much of this just feels like common sense and just feels like the bare minimum and I'm just like so how much of this is actually useful and how much of it is redundant and how much of it is a broken record and all that sort of stuff because it feels like the loyalty should be a bare minimum. Hmm. It feels like the core values and beliefs and the things that they're passionate about should be a bare minimum and all this stuff. But obviously not everybody's like that. Um, But yeah, I mean, we were talking the other day about how no person's an island and no relationship between two people should be an island. And, you know, for me that bleeds into things like I don't, I don't, I could not be friends with people who have 
different politics because it's not politics yeah, it's it's human life yeah um and livelihood like it's not politics like it's this separate like intangible thing it's it's people's lives mm. you know you you need to care about people <laughs> yeah. and if you don't like that tells me you're someone i like why would I want to be around people? You know, well like, that's the other. Thing. I can't separate that. I yeah. can't separate that. So why would it, I want to? Even if you're like you know my party friend or whatever. Like if if you're at a party with your party friend and they're singing along and they sing a word they shouldn't sing or something. Like mm. oh, and yeah. they're not and they're not. You know they're not willing to listen about that or whatever it might be. Like oh, exactly. I'm for, you're forever changed in my eyes if you if you don't have you know, what I'm sure most would agree is, like, the collectively right response to something like that. Yeah, like, I need to have respect for the people that I spend time with, even if it's, yeah, like, a party friend or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But that's the thing, like, to us it's just so obvious and, yeah, like, common sense that we would be friends with people who have mm. similar political views and stuff. Yeah. But a lot of people just, like, oh, yeah, they have this weird, like, they support Trump, but I'm still just going to be friends with them because of, like, this reason. I'm like, what are you talking about? Ew. Um, unless you agree with that person, like, I just can't fathom it. No. It's really weird. No, neither. I think something that I've come to really appreciate in friendships, again, as I've gotten a bit older and, you know, you don't see people as often as you used to when you saw them at uni every day or whatever because you know we all live in capitalist hell and free time is so sparse hate you capitalism yeah that you know you both work all week and then you might have been planning to get coffee or drinks one night or something and the day comes and like you'd love to see that person but you just can't like you just have nothing to give in that moment because you're both so tired or whatever and you put it off and you put it off and before you know it you have friends you haven't seen and like months and months and months and I really appreciate that for me and my friendships like that doesn't matter mm. like that has no impact on them and I have you know friends who I might not have seen in a long time and I have lots of friends who live in other countries like not just Chloe and we still talk but even if we're not talking regularly like I still absolutely consider that person one of my best friends mm. And the time, you know, the quantity of the communication does not impact the quality of the communication. I think that's a, that's a really big thing to me. And like, you know, you don't, I don't think you should have to be talking constantly or like checking in constantly because like we were saying, like you have different types of friends and each friendship with each person is going to be a different type of friendship because we're all different people. And like, I do have friends that... I can talk to every day, like Chloe and I talk pretty much every day, even if it's briefly. But then, like, I also have friends who I don't talk to every day mm. and who we would probably, like, clash a bit more if we did talk every day and stuff, and that's fine. So we don't. <laughs> exactly. But just kind of knowing, I think the knowing what you need from each other, mm. like, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. And, yeah, obviously every friendship you have is different. Mm. So obviously if we didn't speak for a few weeks, it'd be a bit like, what's going on? <laughs> no, I if we didn't, if I didn't hear from you for like, obviously you would be concerned. Well, I would be concerned. I think it would take 
two days, if two days, to be like, have oh, I done something wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Words of affirmation to me right now. <laughs> because. <laughs> exactly. Like every, but I also have friends that, you know, I'll see once every few months, maybe once every few years, mm. but it's still a valuable friendship. Yeah. Um, and I also acknowledge that there are different phases in friendship. Yeah. So something that I really appreciate, appreciate about Caitlin is the fact that, you know, well, I feel like you've only really experienced it like once, like kind of recently. If I'm like having a really hard mental health time, mm. like you don't make me feel guilty of that I'm not talking to you as much, you know, like, you know, you're supportive mm. and you're like, you know, let me know if you need anything, but you're also not like, oh my God, hello, like, can we talk? Like, can we hang out? Mm. Like, you know? Mm. Um, so I also really appreciate that. And obviously if like we're busier, mm. like, it's obviously like, you know, it's sad, like, cause we wish we could talk more, but yeah. it's not, we never like blame anyone. No, of course yeah. not. And like, obviously like moments like that, they're not nice because obviously I know that you're hurting and like, obviously like there's an automatic, like there is a hurt with it because you're like, it sucks that we can't be like our normal selves mm. in this relationship right now because like, it, you know, one of us is hurting, which is horrible. And like neither person would want the other to go through that or want themselves to go through that and all that stuff. But like, it's not, I wasn't like, you know, thrilled, but like, I understood that like, like that wasn't like me wanting to talk to you wasn't the priority at that point. Like the priority was like you looking after yourself and me making sure that like you knew I was there if you wanted to like watch a movie or you mm. wanted to talk about it or you wanted to do whatever to take your mind off it or whatever. Um, just like, yeah, let them know you're there. Mm. And like, it's, it's, it's not the best feeling in the world, but like it'll pass mm. and like, they're the priority in that moment. Yeah, one of my favorite things is when, well, once again, I think it only happened like once recently, <laughs> but if, obviously everyone experiences like mental health issues differently, but when I'm like really feeling the depression vibes, like I can really isolate, which isn't healthy, but you know. Um, so I just have like no energy to like socialize, like even text, you know. And I remember you sent, like, a message, like, you don't have to reply, but mm. just want to let you know, like, I'm thinking of you, like, I love you, like, mm. if you need anything. Like, you know, I just, the, starting it with, like, you don't need to reply was, like, really. I, um, yeah, I've come to really, really appreciate that phrase. I remember, I think at first, I first heard it, like, a couple of years ago, um, and I think I heard it about it through my mum's work, where, like, if something happened to a staff member like if a staff member was away for like you know a family reason or something like that um the school would kind of say um you're welcome to like message them to say hey hope you're okay kind of thing but make sure you say no pressure to reply mm. um and I was like that is such an easy and effective way to be like here for you but no pressure yeah, because sometimes, like, when you're really going through it, you just don't you even can't. have the energy or... Totally. Yeah. And, like, it, some people, like, it might not occur to them to feel guilt if they don't reply to something. Mm -hmm. But, like, yeah, like you say, it can be it can be stressful when you're having a bad time and you're getting messages being, like, how are you? Thinking yeah. Thinking of you kind of thing. It's, like, and it's lovely, obviously, and you know it's coming from a good place, but it can still 
create that anxiety. Yeah. Yep. So if you see, you know, I'm thinking of you, no pressure to reply, just want to say, you know, I'm thinking of you kind of thing. And like, you know that I mean it. Mm. So you're like, yeah, I don't have to reply to her until mm. I'm ready. Exactly. Yeah. I think like, honestly, if you learn something today, take on board the no pressure to reply. Yeah. I think it's a really nice thing to incorporate into like communication. Speaking about these things, have actually made me realize we've kind of gone through a lot together already. Because mm. we haven't even said we've been friends for like over three years, I think. Wow. <laughs> it feels like long. Yeah. Long, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like we've experienced a lot in those. Honestly, let's do it. So you had like a, a breakup, yeah. a substantial breakup. <laughs> Dramatic. Dramatic. <laughs> um, we've both been through a friendship breakup. Um, and we've both quite recently dealt with um, grief. Hmm. Whoa. Big things. That's what being an adult is really, isn't it? <laughs> Big things all the time. But um, you're right. It's a lot. Yeah. And I feel, well, obviously I hope I've been good to you, but like you have been like just no, everything I, I could have asked for during those times. No, I know. Like, no, I know, I know. Because also, like... Thank God. Obviously, it's not... Like, I understand not everyone can read your mind and, like, what do you want sort of thing mm. in those moments. But the fact that you just happen to know, you know, it's just nice that you just get me in that way that I don't even need to explain, like... By the way, don't get offended if I don't reply. You know, just mm. stuff like that. Um, but I think that's because you also get that. Like, you wouldn't... Well, hopefully. You wouldn't want me to expect that of you sort of mm. thing. Yeah. Um. And it's just so nice when, like, like if I feel horrible or whatever, and then Chloe will be like, okay, do you want to, like, you know, let it out and talk about it? Do you want to watch an episode or something? Do you want to – or should we watch, like, a fun new movie? Like, one of the, like, blow your mind type movies. <laughs> Or should we do, like, a comfort watch? Like, a Disney movie? Like, what do you want to read? Like, he just yeah. gives you, like, all the choices. And some of the choices include, like, talking through the issue. And some of them choose, like, are just about the escapism. Hmm. And both have so much validity. And a lot of the time I'll be like, you know what? Let's watch Peter Pan. <laughs> you know? Or, like... Yeah. And then, you know, 10 minutes into Peter Pan, I'm like... And actually, let's talk about it because I, like, <laughs> you know, but it's just the knowing yeah. that, like, it's all on the table. Yeah. And, you know, that person can just take it at their own speed. Yeah, 100%. Thank God. <laughs> no, I know my cheeks are starting to hurt a bit. Because, <laughs> like, it's really special because obviously we talk about this a lot. Are we still recording? Yes. <laughs> um, we talk about, you know, our friendship a lot and how, like, special it is but obviously we don't talk about it for like an hour <laughs> often you know no, it's so like it's a really passing nice. nice passing comment kind of thing yeah. yeah so it's really nice to like really get into the depth of it i feel the gratitude really like really, yeah, really full of like warmth and gratitude no right i know now. it's the it's a really nice aura with sparkles and magic dust in the air you know <laughs> wow Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah so, back at the beginning, we talked about how we obviously put the word out there. Like, we notified the press. 
that the podcast is coming and we had some so many fun link prompts comments questions from people so we chose a couple to talk about and we're going to try to do like a few questions at the end of each episode for the foreseeable future so today we have <laughs> what is the longest time you've laughed together and do you remember what prompted it and the answer is this is a fresh answer <laughs> bring, bring me a little water now Bring me a little water, Sylvie. <laughs> yeah, it was just one of those things where it hit different and we were both in like a TikTok spiral just side by side, giggling for our lives and just showing each other funny videos. And That's one of my favourite memories, or just moments with you actually, when we're just both in that really silly mood. <laughs> we're in like a TikTok mood, like we're watching all these silly TikToks, we're both getting funny TikToks. Yeah. And... You know, something that's obviously sometimes, oh, sorry, something that's usually funny is like 10 times funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what it was last night where we just, like, Caitlin literally had tears. I had tears streaming down my face. It was like, obviously, if you don't know, that's a James Charles reference. It's the funniest video I've ever seen. When he's like life. with fans and he's sitting on the ground. And they're all standing <laughs> around. <laughs> And then the captain's like, fuck it up. Fuck it up, yeah. But so, yeah, we... Oh, I how think we that's laughed. it. Yeah, I But there, so. there have been so many that it's hard to remember, like, all of them. But that was a really long laugh. That was really long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, loved it. Really good question. Okay. Somebody has asked for... Our rituals of connection and our traditions, which is those gorgeous yeah, phrasing love... to talk, basically be like, what do you guys do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, honestly, some real poets and authors in our question boxes. Yeah. Um. So we have so many things. So many. Obviously, well, this will touch on like what to do with long distance friends. Yes. Which because... is something we'll definitely talk about um, at length. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously we are long distance mm-hmm. best friends. Um, and thankfully, like, I guess if we were really connected on, like, BMX riding or something, it would obviously be harder to yeah. maintain that friendship That's long distance. But thankfully, we can do a lot of things from our home together. Mm-hmm. Um, so we obviously love to read. Mm-hmm. We buddy read a lot of books. Mm-hmm. So one of our favorite things to do is... Read the same book at the same time on FaceTime. Thankfully, we have, like, a similar reading speed as well. Mm. So we're usually at, like, the similar point mm-hmm. in the story. Um, and, you know, we'll have little breaks, talk about it, have a little watch-a-show break, you mm-hmm. know. Um, obviously, we love to watch. We're really passionate about film and yeah. TV shows. And we're both huge re-watchers. Yes. Which is a massive thing in life. <laughs> But especially in our kind of like friendship routines, like we love to revisit media. We, you will catch us rewatching far more than you will catch us watching. And thankfully, we have a lot of the same favorites. Yeah. Just a few Aquamarine, Cinderella Story, Vampires, <laughs> Friends. Oh my God, I've gone blank. Well, Disney movies. Yeah, Disney movies. But also, like, for horror movies and, like, movies like Step Brothers and, like, Project X. Yeah. Like, 
Spencer. High School Musicals, obviously. Lots of rom-coms. Lots of rom-coms. Like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. 13 Going on 30. Kiki's Delivery Service. Yeah, Ghibli Star. Just so many. (laughs) Wow. Now I'm getting into that moment of like, I want to read and I want to watch this. Yeah, I I want to do all the hobbies at once. (laughs) So yeah, but again, you can do that virtually. Like you have one device where you're FaceTiming and one device where you're watching something and you do the classic. Chloe Bunny always does it. You do the classic. Three, two, one, play. (laughs) And what you want to do, here's a tip for the friends of the counters. You want to hit play on the one because there's like an almost one second delay with FaceTime. And so if you, if they go three, two, one, play, they hit play on play, you hit play on one, and then you play it at the same time. I didn't know this. Yeah. You've been keeping the secret in this whole time. You didn't need it because you <laughs> always count. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, that second delay is very annoying. Like it's really just, annoying when that's it's like something... a musical or something. And so you're tra- you've got like them, you've got the actual text singing and you're like, woo. And then Chloe's like two seconds ahead and you're like, I'm trying to get joined in too. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we can do so much of a FaceTime, but singing is unfortunately a hard thing for us to do. Yeah. When we want to sing, it's always like, bring me, me a little like... <laughs> <laughs> Um. But yeah, because also you can do teleparty, obviously. Yeah. And maybe for some friends you want to do that. But for us, it definitely adds that extra, you know, level of connection and as if you're actually with them watching it. Yeah. So like, yeah, reading on FaceTime, watching stuff on FaceTime. We love a Fortnite moment. Oh, yes. Oh, gaming. Yeah. We love it. Um, What else can we do? We have... Chloe has really fun ideas like for example when the new timmy movie came out she was like what if we each choose a time to see it and we go see it on our own and then we like talk about and it's like as if we're seeing it together that was really fun we went to the movies like at roughly the same time and then we're like in my seat and like we'd send a photo yeah we'd send a photo (laughs) so it's like a movie date from afar and then we'd come back home and then we'd be like oh my god so what do you think yeah and we're still traumatized by that one scene (laughs) i won't even say it no i know but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The legs up. <laughs> the turning around. <laughs> no, no, no. Ooh, why am I? I can see it in my face. No, I'm, right no, it's, it'll never escape my. Or like, um, <laughs> if we're having like a reading day or something, Chloe might be like bubble tea break. And then yeah. we'll all be like, yep, see you in 30. Yeah. And then we'll just like each go get a bubble tea or. Oh, there's a lot to do, honestly. There's always something to do. Like, I feel like even if we were. BMX riders, we would just put the phone on the phone holder <laughs> on the handlebars. <laughs> like, oh my god, this is so fun! <laughs> like, you need to get creative. Because mm. actually, we've also had many FaceTimes in the most random spots. <laughs> like, you know, I won't say it, but. <laughs> like, we've experienced a lot on FaceTime together. Yeah. Yeah, is that all? I feel like those are our classics. Those, yeah. those are the ritual tradition. We also just love to... Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to do just the classic how was your day FaceTime that we do like at, oh, at yeah. the end of most days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously just talking. <laughs> yeah, we do just talk as well. Like <laughs> most of the time, like I'll, there's the, you know, this sweet window of opportunity between me getting home from work and Chloe getting to poll. <laughs> the sweet window. And I live for that moment. <laughs> And that's when we have our face and we talk about life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how's your day? Yeah, I love to hear about it. 
Um, I was going to say, something we missed is just like, you know, a silent kind of FaceTime where we just like doing our own thing. Like, you know. Our girl boss dates, of girl boss dates. Horse. So like maybe you're working on something, I'm like editing or something, and we just like have each other there and it's a nice way to still spend some time together and obviously have little breaks to chat. Yeah. Like that's really... I love that and it's really, if you're finding it hard to get through something, have like a FaceTime date because it motivates me so much more hmm. if we are together and you can just every, you know, few moments you can just have a little like 30 second chat. <laughs> 30 second chat. It just reinvigorates you or you can be like, you know, you need to edit and I need to like mark or whatever mm. and we'll be like, okay, let's put like, you know, Peter Pan on the background. Yeah, like that's whatever, what I'm thinking, yeah. You know? Like it's so nice. I love it. Oh, and another ritual. What? Our Sunday movie night. Our Sunday See, movie night. We have too many. It's hard to remember <laughs> them all. We need to manage it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously not every Sunday because we might have something on, but mm. most Sundays when we're both available. Sunday nights before the work week begins. Yeah. Just watch a fun movie together. We just like center ourselves, have the nice, like start the week the right way. Hmm. You know? It's really special. It's really special. I love a Sunday movie night. And a lot of the time it's like a rewatch as well. So it's just like a fun, it's like, like a rewatch. Relax. Maybe like you do your nails mm. and you just, oh, you just feel so right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love a Sunday movie night. Oh, the other question is fun friend dates to do with long distance besties. And that's like the same answer, basically, isn't it? Yeah, Those are all the things we would suggest. Yeah. Like, real fun times. So I thought it would be fun if we quickly talk about some of our favourite fictional friendships. Because obviously we love to read, we love to watch movies and TV shows. Mm -hmm. And there are lots of stunning friendships out there. Yeah. So do you want to start? Okay, apologies to the people watching on YouTube for the different camera. Mm -hmm. Because our other camera died. But we were talking about favourite fictional characters. Friendships. Friendships. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. A classic for us. Every time we revisit this text, we are reminded about how special they are and how rare it is to see that type of friendship on screen or on the page, whatever it might be. And this is, of course... Sam and Carter from a Cinderella story. Give it up Sam and Carter, everybody. If I had a free hand, I would. <laughs> I love them. Love them. Because Sam, we love you. Like, what a great protagonist. Carter, funniest person alive. <laughs> and they anything is possible, possible we you just believe. believe. <laughs> and they are such good friends and it's completely platonic and they totally want what's best for each other and they totally ride or die for each other but they also call each other on their stuff. Yeah. Like, it's actually gorgeous. It's really rare to see that. Oh, I actually love them. No, I actually <laughs> love them too. And they just, the actors, like, had such a lovely friendship chemistry and stuff. Like, I just totally believe it. Yeah. Because... Obviously, the main focus of that story is the romance, but Which, yeah, thank you. yeah, love the romance. But yeah, the recent times we've watched it, we were like, wow, they're actually amazing. It's a stunning friendship movie. Like that scene when they're in the hallway and she's like, what character are you today? Myself. I think that's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is your best. What? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Something, <laughs> Something like that. Like that. Yeah. Um, I love that scene. Um, and then they're at the football game and she's like, I thought I could be here, but I can't. I'm going to go. And he's like, do you want me to come? Like, yeah. you know, office. I'll let you know how it ends. Yeah. Um, yeah. So one of mine 
Maeve and Amy from Sex Education. Oh my god, how could I forget? Love them. Love they them. honestly could be lovers. Yeah. But they are amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously they just care for each other so much. They love each other. Yeah. Did you see Maeve is not going to be in season? Everyone is jumping that ship, aren't they? It's Like, who even is left? I know, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Do you have any others? I'm just trying to get inspired. I can't think for some reason. Can you think of any more? Oh. <laughs> I wonder if you're the same. Should we three, two, one it and see? Okay, say the text. Okay. Three, two, one. A beautiful quarter of <laughs> Oh, yes. Sorry, of course. Of course. <laughs> Obviously. Eileen and Alice from Beautiful World, where are you? I love them. And there's stunning emails in which they just like talk about people and connection and life and observations. That's us. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, this is the most Kaylee vibes I've ever read about. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're, they're not completely us, but yeah, just like what they talk about and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, wow. Mm. And it's so interesting because so many people were like, oh, those emails are really boring. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, that's me and Caitlin's conversations. Say less. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And what we, you just said something stunning as well. Gwen, Nesta, and Emery. Emery from A Court of Silver Flame. The Valkyrie. Love them. They have, like, that's one of my favorite aspects of that book. No, their bond and, like, they gain such strength together and like no i actually love them <laughs> just like obviously we've come a long way but like for so long in media there was not much betrayal of healthy female friendships yeah. who actually support each other and want the best for each other so yeah thankfully we have a lot more now but it's still really special to see and yeah gwen emery and nesta definitely one of my favorite friendships Mm -hmm. so to quote randy from scream in his own farewell blog in closing (laughs) we are planning to do like a final quote about the podcast topic at the end of each podcast and the idea is that we each find one that we want to share and then we kind of keep it a secret and then we share them yep. with each other and with you all. So today, obviously, is kind of the beginning of our hopefully, you know, continuous conversation about friendship. So we've each found a quote about friendship that has, like, spoken to us in this moment. And we're going to share them. I'm really curious if one day we'll have the same quote. That would be really cute. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to go first? Sure. Let me get my quote up. I have my notebook with my quote ready to go. Let's get ready to rumble. Can I just say, while you're getting that quote up, Mm -hmm. I have been loving this. No, I've had so much fun. I'm so excited for all our future episodes. Like, we have so much to discuss. We have so much to discuss. Even, like, book talk. We have lots of thoughts on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you ready? I am ready. So I don't actually know where this quote is from, but I know who said it. And it's somebody called Emily Rapp, who is um, a writer and who's written some memoirs and stuff. Okay. So maybe I need to read what she's written. So 
Emily Rapp, and that's R-A-P-P. Okay, I'm going to try not to cry. <laughs> Here's the truth. Friendships between women are often the deepest and most profound love stories, but they are often discussed as if they are an ancillary bonus relationship to the truly important ones. Women's friendships outlast jobs, parents, husbands, boyfriends, lovers, and sometimes children. It's possible to transcend the limits of your skin in a friendship. This kind of friendship is not a frivolous connection, a supplementary relationship to the ones we're taught and told are primary, spouses, children, parents. It is love, support, salvation, transformation, life. This is what women give to one another when they are true friends, soul friends. That's everything. Isn't this so stunning? Now I'm scared to share mine. Because <laughs> that's really stunning and mine's a really short one. <laughs> silly. Wow, though. Isn't that amazing? That was in one of the, like, um, quote photo carousels I've seen on TikTok recently. One about oh. friendship. That's beautiful. Thank you all. No, I do love this quote. Of course, yeah. But... Yeah, anyway. <laughs> okay, so you know this quote. It's from Hanya Yanegihara. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Wasn't friendship its own miracle? The finding of another person who made the entire world seem somehow less lonely. That is just... I haven't even read the book that that's from, but mm. I love that quote. It's beautiful. To be less lonely. And it's a miracle. More magic, a miracle, less lonely. It is amazing. So I feel like that kind of wraps up this first episode. First episode of Bunny Banter. <laughs> we obviously still have so much more to say, but yeah. we will discuss that in future friendship episodes. Yeah, that's coming. Exactly. Exactly. That's the video of the podcast goes on and on. So we will see you in the next one. Who knows what we'll be discussing. We will try to commit to a schedule if we can but we're going to see how it goes obviously it's early stages yeah we'll see how it goes but if you want our patreon yes you can find us on patreon bunny banter that's where all the videos of future episodes will be yeah so if you want to like watch along which always makes it fun doesn't it and like, we'll also give um early access yeah. to the episodes yeah and you you'll also just support us which will be stunning yeah <laughs> And I feel like we should give some advice just before we go. And the advice I want to give, mm -hmm. never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the, the game. game. That is relevant to the friendship topic. Absolutely. Be vulnerable. Take risks. Talk to people. Make plans. Or have that conversation you're nervous about having. Do it. Exactly, because even if it goes poorly, you've got your answer. And you'll feel so much better eventually, yeah. like, in the long term, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks so much for listening, if you made it to the end. Yeah, thanks, listeners. <laughs> wow. <laughs> thanks, listeners. <laughs> listeners of the Bunny Banter podcast. With B -B your hosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are your hosts, Chloe Bunny. And Caitlin Bunny. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.